of America and ninjas. This movie has neither of them. I'm Sam. Well, they had lots of pretty colored costumes. I'm Jackie. He'll do whatever it takes to save America, as long as he can take his sweet-ass time doing it. I'm Justin, and this is American Ninja 4, the Annihilation on uh, Sticker Maps. Doing that now, Sam. Thank you. <laughs> Got that out of the way. I had the mic too close to the phone no, uh, notebook there. <laughs> okay, this is uh, Sticker Badis uh, on the show this week. It's follow up from my last pick, American Ninja 3. Uh, the last Dudikoff, uh, American Ninja, American Ninja 4 from 1992, currently streamed, not 1992, 1990. Uh, currently streaming on Tubi TV, uh, Canon movie with Bradley Cooper, uh, David Bradley. And uh, no Kevin James, Ronnie James, uh, Steve James. Steve James. Yeah, uh, he's not in this one. Instead, we Missed get him. Carl. <laughs> Hi, who Carl. F- I tried to figure out who the fuck this guy, this guy isn't anybody. He's in a yeah. couple of fucking Don the Dragon Wilson movies, and that's it. Nice. Probably as the guy that doesn't know karate in those movies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The comic relief. The guy from American Ninja 3, there was the same character in American Ninja 3. That guy actually kicked a lot more ass than Carl did. Carl was arguably the most useless human being that's ever been in any of our films. The the fucking douchebag hair guy in American Ninja 1 serves a greater purpose. Mm-hmm, and that's, mm-hmm. he serves no purpose. Yeah, Carl sucks. And, and, like, he's... Oh, man. Okay, we'll get into, into all that. Uh, Dudikoff's back, though. 45 minutes Dudikoff. into the film. Yeah, 45. Yeah, <laughs> but then, like, he is wall-to-wall for the rest of it. Bradley... David Bradley takes a serious backseat. Like, I wonder what the negotiations were to get Dudikoff back. Was he like, well, the only way I'm going to do this is if... I- David Bradley looks like a little bitch the whole time. <laughs> it's worse than that. I have all these answers. Okay, oh. all right, let's go. Let's go. Uh, I'll start with Cedric Sundstrom, the South African director, returns to American Ninja 4 from American Ninja 3. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, one of our listeners found one of those Ollie Reed movies on YouTube that we were looking for this uh, week. Yeah, The Reven- Vengeance, Ven- The Revenger. The Revenger, yeah, that was mm-hmm. one of them that I think that Cedric Sun- it may or may not have been one of the Cedric Sunstrom ones, but it is one of the Ollie Reeds I'm looking for. So Okay, does that have to do with American Ninja? No, it just has to do with the director of American Ninja Four and American Ninja Five, you shall know right now, it does not have anything to do with American Ninjas. Okay. It was um, like Ninja Justice American style or something. David American Brad- Dragons. I actually wrote this down. David Bradley's um, in it though, so Sean David- returns. He does not. Oh. David Bradley plays Joe Castle. What? It was American Dragons. The tail end of the mess that was canon films are like, this isn't going to make it onto the shelf. If it's not an American Ninja movie, and they're like, we already made it. It already has a shelf space. It's American Dragons. It's David Bradley. The same idiot is going to rent it. His name is Sam. Right. He's going to rent it. It's fine. <laughs> nope. It's got to be American Ninja God 4. All we're going to do is piss everybody off if we put it mm-hmm. there. American mm-hmm. Ninja 5 it is. Oh, man. So well, this is shit. functionally the last American Ninja. Okay. All right. I was thinking about pulling the triggers. My next pick is American 
Ninja 5, but I'm going to do it anyways because it sounds American Dragons. I'm fine with it. We'll call it American it's, Dragons, and that'll be the episode. It's like the last smolders of the dumpster fire, so we may yeah. as well. Might as well. Okay. Uh, the bad guy in this who plays Mulgrew, James Booth. Uh, um, you mean Colonel Neil Diamond? Yeah. We come into America, Ninja 5. <laughs> Today. He looks like Neil goddamn Diamond. Kinda. Kinda. I, you I, know like, what he did that really helped his career out? Because he was a, you know, he's been a character actor. He's kicked around stage and screen for years. Uh, Hot August Nights? No, he did something that he turned a role down. Hmm. Uh, Alfie. He's like, I don't think oh. I want to do that. And Michael Caine wow. did it. Yeah, right. Bad call. Yeah. Bad call. Also, he wrote this. Okay. He wrote a bunch of fucking canon movies just to... He was bored. Yeah, right? This guy's an interesting guy. Yeah. And I'm not going to talk about him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll have to... Uh, maybe he, he's got a, a semi-Oliver Reed career trajectory that maybe we should look into a little bit as well. Yeah, he wrote this... Um, Apparently, the first American Ninja, Prayer for Death with uh, Shoka, mm -hmm. Pray for Death with Shokasugi, and Avenging Force with Dudikoff. Okay, yeah, um, I saw that. Yeah, and Sweet Caroline. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> and I think this was ninety one. Maybe it could have been ninety ninety one. But either way, uh, there's a reason Steve James didn't do it. Okay, because he decided to do McBain instead. So McBain. If Steve James <laughs> gave up on this. No then kidding. what? <laughs> He's like, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm gonna go with this walking guy on McBain. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Cannon boys. Sorry, Urim. <laughs> um, the lead actress, Robin Still, Doctor Chesty. Doctor Chesty is a tragic figure. She oh. was in like Sorority Massacre and some other okay. Get Him Out movies. Yeah. She didn't want to get him out anymore. She really wanted to act. Mm -hmm. And people were like, well, we're not going to put you in movies unless it's shit like this, unless you get him out. So she became an alcoholic and killed herself. Wow. Five years after this, Thanks. at the age of Why 36. Why did you tell us that after the whole movie? Because that was now I'm going to feel bad every time I'm like, Dr. McChesty, Dr. McTittles. Like, oh, no, no, oh, that's my entire notes. Every time she's on screen, it's Dr. Knockers. And now I can't do that. Well, you can. I mean, I can, but I also, I'm going to be like, and, and uh, 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 she was a uh, well-loved person who met a tragic fate. And if you have uh, any thoughts of uh, self-harm, call the suicide hotline. And now I have to say that every goddamn time instead of Dr. Knockers. Yeah. Piss. Seriously, though. <laughs> so you're wondering about the relationship of David Bradley and one Michael Dudikoff. I do. Who I do. knew each other prior to either one of them being okay. on screen. They right. worked out at one of Bruce Jenner's gyms. Oh, okay. Bruce Jenner had a chain of gyms in L.A. Mm -hmm. Michael Dudikoff just liked chasing ass and surfing, whereas okay. David Bradley is like, I think I'm going to get big into these karate movies. And he's like, oh, yeah, I just... Got a job as an American ninja, and I don't know shit about karate, so your life is stupid. He's like, fuck. I guess I'll take over for you when you get bored of that, because there's not enough surfing involved. Uh -huh. 
So the producers are like, we're going to bring you back. We're going to bring Dudikoff back because James is out and we figure you can't hold this up on your own. And he's like, seriously, I know karate. Right. Uh, and he's like, great. I know him. We're friends. We can like, you guys, this whole buddy thing. And we're, we can, we can do this thing where it's like a team up for the whole movie. And they're like, no. yeah, he's not going to do it unless he's the alpha ninja. And he's not even going to show up halfway through. And he's like, <laughs> I'm friends with this guy. What the fuck? My buddy is a douche. <laughs> That's Whatever, it all pays the same. What shit whore are you sending us <laughs> to now? Or like, Joburg. And he's like, oh, great. Yay. Oh, my God. How, oh, dude, a cough. <laughs> what a butthole. <laughs> kind of. I don't God blame him, him for it. He's like, well, there wasn't enough surfing in the other movies. Uh-huh. Right. That's like, all he what? wants to do. It his is. His entire career was financing his surfing addiction. Yep. And if you're David Bradley, you can't really be mad because you get to be in a movie anyway. Like, all right, fine, whatever. I guess he's calling the shots. My and buddy. He, he does buddy get Mike. to do a little, little American ninjing, a tiny bit. But for the most majority of this movie, he is in chains in a basement. Mostly. Well, he has to be in the first half of the movie that Dudikoff decided not to show up for. Right, somebody had to. That's I guess. the concession, I guess. For unsung martial arts heroes, we have Kelly McClung, the uh, super ninja that shows up midway through. Shredder? Patch like, ninja? The what? The Shredder? Ninja yeah. Te- ninja Templar? The head ninja that's the Shaw blah blah is what I called it. Shaw blah blah. Shaw blah blah. <laughs> nah nah. He's just generic evil... Middle patch. Eastern guy. I, yeah. I patch Ninja, right? Yeah, I think he's the he's the super ninja that has to fight Dudikoff okay. at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I patch Ninja. So, Which is not is not Joe Armstrong's first confrontation against a ninja wearing an eye patch. No, it is not. Um Kelly McClung was so active in this film that he played one of the Delta Force guys that gets shot on the front end, mm-hmm. doubles for both Dudikoff and Bradley in a lot of the sequence. Like, he's actually got shots that they cut together because of the sort of rampant and uh, haphazard shooting of this, where they just cut together some shots of guys fighting where he's fighting himself. It's <laughs> awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> Man, I really kicked the shit out of my that guy. That's you. Oh yeah, yeah. That pretty much is the bulk of the interesting things about this movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, DTV, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, this one on a shelf. I don't think. I don't think this was three. This also. was about. Yeah, this was about shelf space. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. All right, Jackie. Got any uh, things you want to speak about before we get into the plot of this thing? Well, somebody massively fucked up during the aerial shot of Evil Ninja Camp because they had the blue banners behind the yellow guys and the yellow banners behind the blue guys. Okay. All right. So the ninjas don't know they're marking. Or somebody's fucking colorblind. <laughs> or not not marking, blocking. Yeah. Uh, let's, uh, we should reference this at some point because... There is a lot of different ninja in this movie. There's probably more ninja in American Ninja 4 doing not ninja stuff, but there's more bodies who are, we are told are ninjas than in any of the other ones. Like, there's like, they got like 300 ninjas at this ninja training camp that they always have in every single one of these movies. Yeah. 
they got really aggressive with the color coding of the ninjas mm-hmm, too, mm-hmm. even though it doesn't really make sense other than the yeah. yellow ones are kind of shitty. Uh, what's the high? We got to go back to the hierarchy of colored ninjas. Who's the top? The red Is it ones. Red. The red, red because we're we're told that the red uh red ninja force or whatever is like oh shit Jesus they got red ninjas and then but the black seems, ninjas are doing all the heavy lifting yeah they're doing all the legwork but does that make them the lowest or no the yellow the, ninjas are the security force they're just shitty they're yellow just ninjas shitty. are the shittiest okay all right they're like about, the guards and blue- uh super ninja has a little red and black so he runs okay. both teams I guess. All right, and then blue is just like IT or something. I didn't even see any blue ninjas. Was there yeah, blue there's, ninjas? There's yeah, blue ninja. But I, I think they're they're like uh, fixing everybody's emails inside Evil Ninja yeah. Fortress because they don't do any of the fighting. They just go ha ha ha. Okay, guys. <laughs> That's soldering yeah. ends for the radio connections. <laughs> Let's go yeah. fix the printer. They're they're cleaning the toilets and fixing your food. Oh, they're maintenance, maintenance. Okay, maintenance, maintenance ninjas. ninjas. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Okay. Um. All right. So here's where we're at. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where the hell we're at. I don't know where any of this takes place at. I only know where it's filmed at. So I'm assuming that it's supposed to be taking in South Africa, place in South Africa, but it doesn't seem like South Africa at all. Uh, <laughs> because we've got some randos who I guess are Delta Force. We're told later that these guys are Delta Force, but I've seen the Delta Force. These guys are not the Delta Force. No, they're not them. Uh, They are wankers. (laughs) I mean, we should start out with the title card. It has a title card, like a television show, rather rather than an actual title sequence, like a movie. Yeah, right. And it blows. Uh It's impressively terrible. (laughs) All right, so uh, the, the Delta Force is trying to get away. Uh, from whatever that they the hell that they were doing, um, we figured that out later. But they're getting chased by it seems like guys with guns, and also ninja. Yeah, there seems to be a a, a uh, element of paramilitary units that are mm-hmm. being sort of shadowed by ninjas, but the ninjas care not for these uh, paramilitary guys. They. They're like, we have the same objective. We're going to accomplish that objective. We're not going to help you at all. You can all die. Fuck it. Whatever. Don't worry. Nobody's going to get away. We've planted some ninjas in the river. Okay. All right. So, all right. So you think that there's multiple clandestine uh, squadrons involved in this getaway? I I think that the general has his men Mm -hmm. and Shah Blah Blah has his men. Okay. And they're not really a cohesive unit. All right. All right. I see. Um, they also make very questionable decisions as far as they're attacking, because the ninjas sometimes do really good work at killing the, the uh, military guys. And then other times they stop with whatever tactics work and just dive into bullets. Like at one point, the guys are shooting at them. The ninjas are unimpeded by bullets. And they're shooting arrows. Shoot, shoot, shoot. They're just taking guys down left and right. And then the ninjas decide to attack with swords up close and just get blown away. Yep. Good job. guys. And then, like, on the same side, on the other side, like, they're running along. Everybody's getting away, the paramilitary guys. And then one of them just beelines away from his buddies and gets hacked in half by a goddamn ninja. And it's like, dude, just follow your guys that aren't dying, you moron. My favorite was when everybody jumped up on the rock, the giant uh-huh. rock, all the ninjas jumped up on the rock and immediately got uh, mowed down by the machine guns. 
Right. Why did you do that? <laughs> Why would what? Just do the thing that works. You already have a template because you saw bodies falling. I also noticed that uh, during this run, they are killing them off left and right, right? Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. then they leave the last four alive. Right. And it kind of makes me feel like this is a running man situation where if they can get to oh, the yeah. end of, uh -huh. like, there's a marker. And if you could get past the flag then the ninjas will leave you alone and you can, you know, because it, it really does seem like they're trying to get somewhere specific yeah. so that they'll be safe, but then they get in the boat and they get ambushed. Because there was ninjas in the river. There's Had they made it down river far enough, there would have been a chopper there with M60s that would have mowed down anything. Yeah. Uh, Jackie brings up a point, though. It is too bad that uh, we didn't get enough Jim Cotta like, we needed more Jim Cotta at this point in time rather than, like, terrorist movies. Like, ninja competitions. There should have been more movies with ninja competitions in it. Just guys running away from it through a ninja obstacle course. I would have... I mean, the ninja obstacle course, I'll give you that. It didn't, but, like, the ninja tournaments. I mean, any Don the Dragon Wilson movie. Is no, 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 not, not tournaments, not tournaments. No, no, we're not, we're good. I'm, I'm talking straight up Jim Cotta. You get a bunch of guys, paramilitary, like, Danton. Dan's there, of course. Uh, yeah. Schwa Schwa's from The Running Man. Um, and uh, I don't know. Uh, oh, Van Damme from Hard Target. You get them in there. They got to go through the Ninja Obstacle Course for the entertainment of the uh, the Shaw blah blah. I disagree. I think that most Dangerous Day game has been done too much, if not yeah. anything. Yeah, but this isn't hunt. You're not hunting a man. The man are hunting a way out of the obstacle course. And there just happens to be ninjas standing in their way. Okay. Yeah. that's I, We should have done more of that at this point in time is my point. Okay. So they, they do reach the <coughs> the raft. Excuse uh, the coughing. Dear listener, you're going to get a lot of that this uh, week, as you know about my condition last week, and now Sam's got it. <coughs> um, but they, they do reach this raft. They reach the river. And I'm going to disagree with you guys. I, I am an eagle-eyed viewer. These ninjas were not waiting for them in the water. These were burrowing ninjas because while they're climbing into the raft, they're getting chased from the shore by ninjas who stop at the river, cuts back to the guys in the raft, and then all of a sudden there's ninja in the water and there's none on the shore. Those ninjas burrowed down onto the beach, under the water, and popped up and said, ha ha, we could have walked here, but instead we're ninjas. We burrow. Aqueous badger ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> they have to sneak in their bullshit burrowing at least once in a movie. You just got to sometimes watch it for it because uh, if you're not if you're not paying attention, you'll miss that that uh, the sweetest of all ninja tricks: digging tunnels rapidly in dirt. Yep. Like uh, like moles, little. Black apparel moles with shurikens. The ninja. How do you take these guys seriously? I don't know. I mean, like, okay, here's the world we live in in this movie. They've got terrorism. Yes, this is pre 9 11. And uh, <laughs> Shah Blah Blah has got a dirty bomb and he's, he wants to blow up New York with it. Okay, all right, all right. That's the standard terrorist operation playbook. Uh, why do you have ninjas? Because if I'm 
the depart the secretary of defense and I'm sitting there in the war room and and uh, uh, you know we're doing the whole uh, how I learned to stop hating fearing the bomb and loving it scenes and uh, uh, they're like well we've they're, they're gonna they're, these guys are a real problem we've got the Taliban over here we've got the Mujahideen thanks a lot Rambo three uh, but uh, in this country of uh, whatever Stan they've got ninjas. Oh my God! Is not think something I would say. I would be like, okay, let's just worry about the Taliban and the Mujahideen because those are jokers. We do not take them seriously. If they've got ninjas, how are we going to counter their burrowing abilities? <laughs> With what guns? <laughs> um, I don't know. Flight. <laughs> we have an air force. I mean, that, yeah, F sixteens, Tomahawk. How do missiles? we not counter their burrowing? What does their burrowing ability counter other than escape by raft? Dubiously, you know, uh, we've still got a shit ton of M1 Garands. How about we use uh, uh, we we save our M60s for a real conflict and just send a bunch of teenagers with M1 Garands against these goddamn ninjas? <laughs> yeah, what are all? What's all that noise? All the assholes burrowed through the minefield. <laughs> I don't think they're happy about it. The, uh, the weird thing is, is it was their minefield. They, they're the ones that put those there. I guess they just can't stop burrowing. <laughs> so dumb. Ninjas are stupid. Uh, don't take them seriously. Okay, so uh, back in the States at a wedding that Leslie Nielsen happens to be officiating over. Is this uh, stolen directly from Navy SEALs? <laughs> It's Navy SEALs, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, also, yeah. this guy was not a Navy SEAL before. No, they call him an operator. Well, he was just a guy at a tournament. Oh, oh, uh, Sean. 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 Yeah, he was just a guy at a tournament, a ninja tournament. This doesn't line up to the last one at all. Huh, huh. His name, it's the same guy, though, apparently. Yeah, it's Things Sean. have happened in between. Sean. Sean Davidson, like, oh, hey, that guy is immune to poison. Let's make him a CIA agent. Which I guess if you're a CIA agent, you probably want to be immune to poison. I think that's the number one way those guys die. Vlad, looking at you. Oh, I got pushed out of a hospital window. If you could be immune to poison, honeypots and getting pushed out of hospital windows, you're a goddamn great agent. Yeah. Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. You know what I'm saying? James Bond out there getting some of that octopusy. Well, he's not immune to poison. Sorry, MI6. <laughs> you know? Anybody remember James Bond? Okay. Um, so, yeah, Carl's getting wet married. And Sean's his best man. And Sean's like, uh, I happen to bring a walkie-talkie to a wedding. And that's the communication devices that the CIA... We had pagers at this point in time. But no, he's got a walkie-talkie and commands like, all right, you got to get down here right away, Sean. We've got a, we've got a ninja... <laughs> we got, we got a ninja... I can't, also, I can't do it. I can't, these ninjas, I can't take them seriously. Also, I'm outside, otherwise this walkie-talkie wouldn't work. Right. <laughs> and I'm right. saving Carl from a bad mistake. Get him <laughs> yeah, out Carl. now. Thank, thank, thank God for these ninjas, right, Carl? Am I right? 
All right, so uh, they, him and Carl get pulled out of the wedding. They go to this briefing, and they're told that uh, we, we learn about Shaw, blah, blah, and uh, he's, his dirty nuke, and that he's teamed up with Colonel uh, Neil Diamond, and Colonel Neil Diamond has captured a bunch of uh, uh, four uh, uh, Delta Force members, and they're going to kill them unless they get $50 million, and also they might blow up New York City. $50 million? Fifty million. What are they going to do with that? Um, Feed the ninjas for a week. Th- they've already started the ninja school. If we know anything about American Ninja, like what you do with money is, do you just buy more ninjas? They've got a lot of them. That's not going to get them a whole lot more either. You really start thinking about. I mean, even if ninjas million? have meager salaries because of their dubious nature, uh, fifty million seems like that would buy a lot of ninjas. I don't. For how long? Well, they're all going to die because they're. D- they're just Cannon trying fodder. to make ends meet on their terrible plans. We'll ransom $50 million again in a month. Yeah, yeah. I I, I just think he, it's just a revolving door of... He, I mean, because, I mean, seriously, you've got ninja carcasses ev- everywhere. Like, even just cooking dinner, those ninjas are killing themselves. Uh, so you're just... You gotta, you gotta keep the pipeline filled with more ninjas. It's a revolving door at ninja training places. Yeah. If you know also, about these movies. more things have happened since the last American Ninja, because before Joe Armstrong was just a private and mm-hmm. Colonel Thickox screw ups. Right. And now he's been a secret agent and he's left for the Peace Corps. Right. He's pulled a he's pulled a Rambo. Hey, I'll never come back to you, Trumpman. I uh, guess. So he's up at a Buddhist temple. Um Dipping his hands in gummy bears and uh, honey for prize fighting. Different movie. Also starring Charlie Sheen. So this is is just a Charlie Sheen remake, this episode. Um, All right. So he's like, you don't understand. Carl totally sucks at everything. Yeah, we do get that, but he's all we've got. What about Joe Armstrong? Joe Armstrong, I called him. I said, hey, and he immediately hung up. And then a fist went through the phone and punched me in the face. And so I don't think he's interested. He declined politely. <coughs> so you guys are. But did uh, you tell him I was going? <laughs> yeah, we yep. did. And he was like, I have to be the alpha ninja. <laughs> but my friend. Oh, in the movie, he's even a douche. <laughs> right. So they drop in from the plane, parachute okay, they in. send them in in a fucking room. This is the world's biggest threat. We're going to send you in in uh-huh. a 70-year-old male plane. Right. <laughs> How do you know it was a also, male plane? You, didn't you see his little balls? <laughs> Hey-oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, I didn't get that till I was like 20. I know. You say that every podcast. I, I know. <laughs> um, the password is Big Blue Wrecking Crew. That is not... A, <laughs> That's more than one word. Um, that's like Big Mac attack isn't a password. <laughs> New England clam chowder. Yeah, it's like a phrase. <laughs> New England clam chowder is, it? I guess, Big Blue Wrecking Crew is a thing. But like, really? Right. That's the password? I like that when they uh, jump out of the plane, Carl dies immediately. <laughs> yeah. He just splats on the ground. Like, there's this long sequence of them 
parachuting down. Oh, here they come, here they come. Sean lands perfectly, and then just thud comes Carl. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's what I thought Carl was going to do when I got here. I guess it's just me now, because uh, I guess I guess Mrs. Carl's not a widow because they didn't get it done. That's a bummer yeah. for her. She doesn't get the military benefits, but she missed it by five minutes. Skip to the end, said Carl's future wife, and uh, Minister Leslie Nielsen ignored her. Okay, so uh, they meet their contact. His name is Paolo. He's it's Pongo. Pongo? I Pongo. I can't understand the damn word this kid says. And uh He's 14. Okay. Yeah, he's a kid. He's a kid. Yeah. This is a shitty contact a shitty for op. them to have. Uh, this is not a well-prepared operation by any means. He his car won't even start. There's a threat to the freedom of the entire world and they put Pablo. Pa, what's Pongo? Pongo. Pongo. Pongo is in charge of this, and he's got the a Datsun. Datsun that won't even run. Seventy-seven Datsun five ten. Some flames on it. The entire force of the American military industry. Industry. Uh, and they got Pongo. Pongo. <laughs> Yeah, you know you're fucked when Pongo shows up. You're just like, yeah. you know what? Nope. They can all fucking die. <laughs> I'm Battle- walking away. Battleships with uh, big guns and uh, aircraft carriers and uh, Bradley tanks. We stormed goddamn right through Kuwait. Like, Kuwait was like, hey, look at those. Oh, they're gone. Into Iraq at this point in time. Wipe the whole, their whole, uh, Sodom was like, oh, no, no, my porno movies, they're going to find him. And, uh, seriously, they got it dirty. Okay. Pongo. Pongo. <laughs> so Pongo takes him to a nightclub. Uh-huh. Because he's allowed to go there because he's 14. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this nightclub is filled up with insurance and salesmen on vacation. <laughs> yes, it is. It is just like... What the fuck? Who are you? And they're all giving him the stink eye as they walk in. Like, wait, you you look like me. We look like the same people. And you're stink eyeing me? Like, why? I Am I suspicious? Because if I'm suspicious, you're suspicious. We're all suspicious. Here's the deal. The rest of the people in the bar haven't showered in a while. It's okay. hot. They've yeah. been in yeah. that little dungy, dingy bar for a couple of nights uh-huh. now. And these people smell fresh. So when they walk in, it's like, mm. oh my God, is that what the outside smells like? Yeah, we've got we've got an ivory soap alert. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of guys in old spice smell some ass aspen and start giving the stink eye. <laughs> Who are these fucking high to do assholes? They must be here to cause trouble. Uh I also like the band at the bar. Did you catch them, Sam? I don't think I remembered them. No. Uh they I didn't were... write them down. So they were. It was like an eight piece, but the soundtrack that was playing was just a drummer and like a triangle player. <laughs> Dice. <laughs> yeah, the ding, foley work ding, is ding, terrible. Ding, 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 ding. Maybe there might have been a keyboardist in there at some point, but uh, yeah, there was like a whole horn section on screen, and none of them are doing anything. 
<laughs> it was awesome. Okay, so um, they go in. Uh, they're told, hey, uh, these you guys look like jokers. Uh, let's see these guys out. Big guy tries to do it. He gets his ass kicked. Two more guys come in. They get their ass kicked by Sean. Uh, Carl does nothing. Carl slinks <laughs> off like, I got to use the bathroom. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, I've seen this happen before. I'll be uh, goodbye. I'll be over here. Um, and the bartender's like, oh, well, now that you've wrecked my entire establishment, you you broke one of my pool tables by using a man as a hammer on it. Yeah. Uh, those are like five grand, just so you know. But uh, I like the way you handle uh, the cut of your jib. Let's go upstairs and talk about this. You must be my guys. Because the, the bartender is their other contact who's going to tell them, uh, where they're where the bad guys are, I guess. I figured this out later, mm-hmm. but they're trying to get to Mad Max at this point. Oh, okay, okay, all right. They're all supposed right. to go to whatever place that, that Mad Max is happening. Sulfur Springs. I yes, think Sulfur Springs. We need to yeah. get to Sulfur Springs. Okay, all right. Because well, well, wait. Aren't you here to get that nuke and those hostages? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, don't you want to know where they're at? No, 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 no. We want to know where Mad Max is. Well, they've realized that they're actually past the B squad, the C squad, and even the F troop. Mm -hmm. So they need to enlist local help. Okay. All right. All right. I see. Okay. So, uh, well, do you still want to know where the fortress is? Nope. 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 I don't. Uh, La, 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 la. Just Silver Springs. Silver Springs. All right. So uh, the cops are arriving. And the cops are in the back pocket of Colonel Neil Diamond, I think. And, and I uh, have a different note on Colonel Neil Diamond. I actually thought that he was the owner of a series of wholesale floor distribution centers. Mm, okay. All right. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, he dabbled in the uh, the Kenny Rogers uh, chicken. Uh, yeah. But it didn't work out the same with everybody else. But now he's back to... Selling shoes. <laughs> Flooring. It's something you can stand on. Oh. Eh, recession proof, right? <laughs> yep. Well, he's going to need a floor. Yeah, Colonel Neil Diamond is arguably the most boring, boring villain ever. Um, So he comes in. He's like, hey, uh... It smells like ivory soap in here and Aspen cologne. I know that there must have been some clean guys in here. Where did they go? And uh, the bartender's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, he's like, oh, yeah, whatever. Uh, so he shoots him in the face. Uh, bartender's dead. Um, and uh, Pablo Pat Pongo's like, oh, they're in the closet. So they bust yeah. out Carl and uh, Sean and dive out the goddamn window. Well, in Pablo's defense, he was getting awfully rape vibey. Neil, General did, Neil uh, Diamond. I mean, he's pulling his shirt off so he can touch his bare shoulder and he's being all yeah. fucking creepy. He was, he was definitely going to put his tongue in that kid's ear. Yeah. Yucky. It was. I don't know if at 14, if a grown ass Neil Diamond put his tongue in my ear, I'd be, I, I wouldn't betray my buds. I wouldn't. I would. Well, you're not Pongo, the yeah. linchpin of this entire operation. Who's like, okay. they're right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Check- you didn't even have to put your tongue in my ear. I would have told you. Because, I, was uh, the, I was in the middle of telling you, but you got weird about it. Solitary Man's a great track, man. I'm just saying. It's, I'm just saying. Uh, that's enough for me. They're in the closet. <laughs> okay. So uh, they burst out. They jump out the window. 
uh, Pongo, he uh, he rub- sneaks around somehow and catches up to him in town. He's like, here, follow me. I'll take you to a woman who met just the was treated unfairly. Uh, she was really, really treated unfairly. And uh, she's they say she's a nurse, but she's a doctor. Like this movie's just doing its usual shit. All of those people are dead. She's a coroner. She's a court. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it did seem like they were taking in new patients though out in front of this place. Mm. New dead guys, come on in here. You're not dead yet. Just hang out out front until you die, and then I'll put you on a cart in there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go on the cart. Could you even imagine how gross this place smells? Uh, there's no refrigeration. The bodies dead, are just hanging out there. People places. Yeah, they smell pretty bad. <laughs> even when they have refrigeration, Jackie. Dead. Yeah. No, that's the uh, no. <laughs> uh, I don't think she's a good coroner because you got to put those bodies in the ground, lady. Well, at one point in, in one of the shots, right, when they're actually in the morgue, uh, there's mm-hmm. a toe tag on one of the the guys, and it says mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> like 100% dead? 100% yep. dead. She's or, terrible at her job. 100% grade A beef. What, I mean, 100% what happened with what? that guy? He is 100% dead. I was able to verify that. <laughs> do you have a cause of death? Oh, no, no. There's only one of me. Like, how can I do all of this? Do you have anybody who's less than 100% dead? Oh, yeah, a bunch of these guys, these dead guys over here. That guy's only at 60% dead. I think they're all 100% dead, but I haven't, uh, you know, been, I haven't I gotta, got to them yet. I got a, I got a bag <laughs> of sticks over there. going to start poking them. Got to crush uh, the numbers. <laughs> got to put, put some things in Microsoft Excel. Excel tells me the percentage that they're dead. Not It's, it's, it's all very scientific. So... Uh, they get in. She's like, hi, here, hide under these sheets that have dead body stuff in them. And they're like, okay. Uh, Sean's running around. He's like, there's no dead body sheet for me, though. I'll have to hide behind this dead guy. He wasn't sad about that. He was like, he took one look at those sheets and was like, hell no. That Mm -hmm, one mm -hmm. had the black plague. Yeah. This, there's blood. There's a bit of brain still on this one. They're all covered in Duke. So, no. It's gross. No, I'm not doing that. Pablo Pongo's like, not the first time I've done this. (laughs) I mean, oh, it's Tuesday. (laughs) Yeah. Hide under a dead body blanket. I mean, this is South Africa, right? (laughs) For apartheid. Free, Free Mandela. I'm tired of being under dead people sheets. Good news is it's Wednesday's pizza day. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in South Africa, it's a nationwide uh, thing every week. That's why Elon had to get out of there is because he hates pizza because he's a fascist. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't talk about South Africa and apartheid without bringing up Elon Musk, right? And his, Being his, a fascist and hating yeah, pizza. His, his hatred for pizza, which aside from all the other fascist things he does, hating pizza I think that qualifies right there as being a fascist. Okay. <laughs> Hitler hated pizza. <laughs> what, where was Mussolini at on pizza? He was more of a pasta guy, which so he's kind of 50-50. I mean, like, it's, it's, it is pasta, and he made the trains run on time. So, fascist? I don't know. The history is out. <laughs> 
Unclear. <laughs> no, he was a fascist, Sam. <laughs> okay. Well, where yeah. was he at on pizza? I hated it. <laughs> oh, okay. Pizza! What the hell is this, this stuff? I'm invading a Poland! <laughs> And then he went down. A, he went down a tube, and and then he's in Poland. <laughs> it's me, a Mussolini. <laughs> You're all about to die. Good God! <laughs> oh! <laughs> he did land on one of the spiky turtles. <laughs> So we get ho- now we got home. Oh, <sighs> okay. All right. So, uh, so they, oh yeah, back at the morgue. So the cops come in, and she's like, uh, 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 "There's lepers. There's a leper colony that died. Uh, go ahead and take a look." And he's like, as she's scratching her face with her medical glove, with her bloody gloves, with and then her- he's got like blood on his head. Did she touch him? No, he got hit in the head. He got bonked? Okay. Yeah. All right. So he's got, either way, he's got an open wound on his head, and he walks in there knowingly that the, it's not really lepers, but he doesn't know that. He thinks it's lepers. He's, he got a flesh wound on his goddamn face. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do it anyway. I'd be like, you know what? Fuck it. Let, let him get away. We're going to find him again eventually. Or they smell send good. Gary? He's got a bunch of Garys behind him. Send Gary in there. He goes in there. This is yeah, also the- he's, he's got a lieutenant that that consistently drinks other people's drinks right? throughout the movie. Send him in. He's gonna do it. He drinks other people's drinks Here, like six this. times. <laughs> he picks one up off a table this night uh-huh. and just starts drinking it once. He's like, who are you? Your lieutenant drinks other drinks. He has a name. I think I wrote it down later. Uh, all right. So uh, it works. He leaves. They come out and they're like, whew, that was really close. And uh, Dr. Dr. Uh, I can't. I, you know what? She, she still has her a great rack. Her name is Sarah. She has a she great had- rack. It, it doesn't change. Her tragic end does not change the fact that she is stacked. She's stacked. Her name is Sarah. She has eyes, by the way. <laughs> okay. All right. So she's like... Um, well, I clearly can't stay here because eventually he's going to come back and be like, wait a minute. Those weren't lepers, weren't they? Well, she's so kinda, I got to leave. She's she's given Sean like the you'll oh, marry yeah. me, right? Right. <laughs> kind of look like, well, we had sex. You're going to marry me, right? And he's like, we right. didn't even get to the sex part. And she's like, that's OK. I'm yeah. going to go with you. And now I'm your wife. Crazy uh, girlfriend no. eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, I need to take you to Sulphur Strang- Springs. Fortunately, Pound Town has like seven stops on the way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know why they call it Sulphur Springs <laughs> is because they've got a big, big lagoon, and it's uh, naturally heated with uh, geothermal water, and uh, there's minerals in there, and people usually get naked in there, and I'm thinking uh, you and I go into Sulphur Sean has checked out, as you guys have also checked out on my innuendoing that Dr. Sarah is doing. Yeah, but then she starts running down the street, and he's like, and I'm in. 
Oh. Boingity, oh, boingity, okay. boingity. That was my first <laughs> thing when she started running was boingity, boingity, boingity. I'm like, wow. Uh, Abby Lerner did not buy her a sports bra for this performance. No. <laughs> okay. So, uh, oh my God, we're, we're still so far back in this movie. Good thing nothing happens for a lot of it. Um, I'm going to skip some of this crap because it's so just the general's going to kill everybody in the bar for no reason. And right. then there's some ninjas killing other ninjas. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, they're chased. Sean kills a bunch of ninjas with his weapons. He's got a, he does have a baton that turns into uh, nunchucks. I hadn't seen that before. And then he has a takedown <laughs> bow. And uh, oh, my he God, he's. Shuriken holder. He has a ceremony while they're being chased by ninjas so that he can build his goddamn bow that I guess it's he had in his bag or something. I don't know. And you don't have a ceremony for a takedown bow. It's a yeah. relatively modern bow. Oh, he does the fucking like, hold on. I can't use this until I do the splits. Ninjas. <laughs> yeah. I think, then, I think you guys are inept. This is important after he does this, uh, fucking ritual and you get mm -hmm. to see his belt mounted shuriken holder right that there's ninjas just wandering about and the only way to be captured is to sneak up on the ninjas so that's exactly what they do is they that sneak is up on done. these ninjas that are yes, wandering correct. out in the open correct so the ninjas are not behaving like ninjas because they're wandering around in the open aimlessly uh -huh. seemingly have no purpose and so they try to sneak up on them in the open and it just it just doesn't work no but he does catch get, an arrow. He does. Yeah, he does the arrow catching thing from American Ninja 3. Uh, but they get netted. They get netted. They get They're netted. captured. The net. <coughs> the net captures them. All three of them, except for Pongo, who gets away. Slippery, that Pongo. Uh, so the rescue team now needs to be rescued because of ninjas. That suck. I mean, this is bad work, Sean. Real bad work. Look, you weren't the most effective. I guess Steve James not around anymore. Uh, but seriously, wow. Uh, nice work. Meanwhile, on top of Mount Ninja. I would uh, say this is actually General Disemployment's Flooring Emporium. <laughs> <laughs> He's got uh, the ninjas up there doing the air punch thing where they're like, huh, yeah, huh. For like hours on end, they're just sitting there. Uh, the colonel's there. Shaba Blah's there. Um, what are we calling the head ninja guy? Or the Super Ninja is Super, his name in the yes, script, I think. Super Ninja. Okay. Uh, they're just up there plotting like, oh, bad guys talk. Blah, oh, I hate Americans. Blah, 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 blah. They're just, and, my uh, dick is bigger than your dick conversation. Yeah, uh, see, aren't my ninjas awesome? And he's, the, the freaking Shaba Blah starts golf clapping. He golf claps after a ninja falls on glass and rips his balls to shreds. He's like, ah, oh, wonderful. This is why we need that $50 million. We're losing ninjas left and right to this right. hazardous training activity. Well, well, I don't know. Maybe um, don't run them through this uh, obligatory ninja obstacle course. Uh, well, then what about I watch? It's not like we've got HBO up here, dick face shoe salesman. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You sell floors while you're selling floors. I'm trading ninjas. I also super loved that at the end of this training course <clears throat> are a bunch of spears, right? But they're being worked by 
other ninjas. So if you uh-huh. really hated a guy and you knew he was coming through, you'd just be like, I'm stabbing this fucker. I don't even care. Yeah, yeah. it's like the, the punching thing on uh, American Ninja Warrior or, or uh, Wipeout, where they have the little fists that punch out of the wall and you get knocked off and you fall in the mud. It's like that. Yeah, but it's on both sides. So you're going to get... death. Yeah, but you're going to... death. You're going to get stabbed. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I think only two dudes made it through out of the ten. One did somersault through, and the other guy was uh-huh. like, oh, oh. Good thing I didn't uh, eat my chocolate cake today, or I would have gotten speared in the tummy. That guy got stabbed in the tummy by one of his co-workers. They were having Wonderful. lunch lunch together just minutes ago. It was soup. Soup day. <laughs> Everybody golf clap. <laughs> He's dead from his buddy. <laughs> I love being a ninja commander. <laughs> this is also of- where the, the impressively ter- terrible Foley work starts to just mm-hmm. shine like a bright shining diamond. It's so bad. Yep. It's like a man slapping himself in his own face with a stake and going, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what it sounds so bad. <laughs> All right. So they bring Sean and Carl and the doctor up or the coroner, whatever you want to call her. And uh, they make Sean just stand there and get beat up for a while. But then he's like, why am I getting beat up? I'm better. These guys fucking suck, man. Seriously, I'm not going to get beat up. So he starts kicking their ass. And uh, that, but then they trank him. Oh, they, Trank dart him like uh, that's so shitty, um, and then Neil and so, Diamond gets down and grabs his hair and starts screaming in his face, but he's passed mm-hmm. the fuck out, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, what are you doing? Uh, look, I know that you're. Uh, if I ever need to put wood floor in my kitchen, uh, I come to you. But uh, you you need to stay away from the ninjas. Just let me handle the ninja stuff. You are clearly not qualified. You don't know that the, the, the tranquilizer from the... Okay. Go back to your tables and your chairs. <laughs> the selling of them. Okay. Because that's what you do. <laughs> Meanwhile, Carl isn't doing jack shit. He's just standing behind the woman like... What's Carl going to do, Jackie? What is Carl going to do? What's he going to do? Not a goddamn There's, thing this whole movie. That's what he's going to do. The the thing that Carl is best at in life, Jackie, is getting married. And he can't even do that right. Yep. <laughs> terrible. Okay. Uh, oh, but then they take him down to the crappy basement because that's where they, they've got like this like old just like poles that they can hang guys up on and like Colonel can lick people in the ear. But then of all the people he has to get a whip out and start whipping, guess who it is? Carl. It ain't the white guy. Yeah. He spanks Sean's butt with the whip. Oh, oh, tushy. <laughs> oh. I wrote down not how to use a whip. And then why is he spanking Sean's bottom? <sighs> yeah, okay, so Sean gets spanked on the bottom. Meanwhile, Carl's getting the fucking Takuta Kinte treatment over there. Mm-hmm. Not good, Manom. Abby, anybody want to, like, 
Check some notes. Did anybody Maybe. check in the dailies on this thing? Hey, Carl, how do you feel about getting whipped in a movie? Maybe Sean should get whipped first instead of Maybe. just me. Just me gets. Yeah, I mean, huh? Weird. You insensitive pricks. All right. Hey, 44 minutes in. Michael Dudikoff casually strolls into work. <laughs> uh, and hey, his I class sucks. Sorry, I was I was surfing this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm late. <laughs> you should have seen the waves today, man. So much gnar out there. It was. And then he's like, all right, kids, we're going to learn about the environment. Do you know what the environment is? It's anything around you. So just, like, think about that. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, Peace Corps needs to find some better folks. <laughs> I mean, like, it's like the trees and the earth and, like, the plants and, like, I mean, you really shouldn't judge all plants the same. I mean, uh, God put them there. And so if I want to smoke a bunch of one of them, that's, you know, God did it. So that's the environment. He's not even getting that deep. He's like, like that bench you're sitting on. (laughs) He tells him to go. All right. So that was class today. So. Guys, go outside and get some environment. Just go go get some and then bring it in here and we'll talk about it. Hey, hey, Joe, uh, teacher Joe Armstrong, I brought some air in with me. Yeah, that that is environment, actually. Good work there, Billy. It's actually an A for, like, doing invisible environment (laughs) stuff and, like, blowing my mind. (laughs) I'm sorry. Oh, God, I'm just so stoned. (laughs) Oh, no. Did I say that out loud, kids? All right. So he's a fucking teacher and he's terrible. Um, And uh, uh, Colonel Troutman comes in and he's like, hey, Rambo, you need to go back into war. I told you that was the last time I was ever going to do it. Well, your buddy Sean got captured and he, uh, Colonel Joe Armstrong kind of giggles a little bit. <laughs> of course he did. Because <laughs> he's, like, he's a dick. It's and then he takes thing. his sweet ass time to make outdoor coffee. Like for a second, I thought he was homeless. Like he's got this banged up tea kettle without a top on it. And then there's some rando ducks in the background. And he's just like, <laughs> the best part of waking up is duck shit in my cup. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Your friend has been well, captured. They're going to kill yeah. him. And you're like, ah, I'm going to take my time. I mean, when you're. Colonel John Matrix and uh, Colonel Trentman comes out to you and uh, or no, uh, uh, the blood bank guy, uh, whatever. Um, yeah, it comes up to you and says, uh, hey, John Matrix, you got to get back into the war game. You know, you got to think about it a little bit, Jackie. And the best way to do that is with a refreshing cup of uh, outdoor coffee <laughs> <laughs> that you made in a fire pit because you're homeless. Peace Corps doesn't they pay. Hot coffee makers are expensive, I guess. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, he takes like five minutes to think think it over. Just a little bit of coffee. He's like, okay, I'm ready to go. Uh, cleared out the weed out of my uh, system. A little caffeine uh, THC battle. And caffeine one, I'm ready to kick some ass. Slowly. In my own clothes. Yeah. Because let's be honest, I don't think- I'm going to... I don't think wardrobe got to him at any point. <laughs> like he kind of kept walking in. Right. He's like, I know I see the ninja stuff. And they're like, well, we have your movie. He's like, no, I'm good. 
Yeah, so he flies down. He meets uh, uh, Pongo, and uh, Pongo's like, okay, I'm going to take you up to Sulphur Springs. Uh, he's like, oh, I've seen the catalogs for that. It looks nice. Uh, no. I mean, you take everybody else directly to Sulphur Springs. Yeah. Oh, uh, took him to a doctor in a bar? Huh. I don't know why I did that. Oh, because the doctor has huge cans. That's right. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that checks out. All right. So uh, the ninjas, they freaking attack them out of nowhere while they're driving down the road. One just jumps on the hood of the car from, I guess, the sky. And uh, Joe kills them all. Joe this punches him the... off the car through yeah. the windshield. Yes, he does. Then they get out of the car and he starts doing his exaggerated moves to Alpha Ninja, uh-huh. the martial artist David Bradley. Uh, Alpha, is... Ninja, Alpha Ninja is the uh, name of my uh, 60s cover band. Okay. Yep. TM. All right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> funny, They're... funny, funny you should say, all right. Um, hmm. That's the same reaction we got at our first gig. Yeah. Um, oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. Go ahead. Is the first is your bomb track Shuriken Ho? <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't leave that one out there. Um, yeah, these are the, he does some of the worst fake karate I've ever seen in any no, movie it's, ever. It's right really here. bad. And like they had to cut so hard. Like every time he swings a punch, you can tell that they get it in the shot. Everything is set up perfectly, but they have to cut. Two seconds away before the punch lands because he is not trying hard to do karate at all. Not make it look good in any way there, Dudikoff. It's bad. Well, you see, it, it turns out I don't actually know any karate. I'm a surfer. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, all right. So they, he whips all their asses. They're dead. He kills them all with their own weapons. That was kind of something. Yeah. Um, don't bring weapons, I guess, against Joe Armstrong. Uh, so they get to Silver Spring. And, uh, they, okay, it's Mad Max, but it's not Mad Max because Mad Max had guns, right? Uh, Barter Town has guns, I think. Yeah. These guys only have handcrafted axes, and they're all kind of barbarian-y, like big tummies and robust men with beards. Like, what the they fuck is Silver Springs? They have guns later for whatever reason. Yeah, but right they now, get guns later. I was like, oh, looks like Mad Max, Mad Mike has made it to Blunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need another hero. Because we keep sending heroes and they keep getting captured. Through the, you know, the classic of any... Uh, discovering of merit they're like well I'll kill that guy and then they can't kill him and so the leader's like stop it stop it so that do. man is clearly qualified to be among us this is he says something to that he's like this is what's wrong with this we're all too shitty to beat up with that guy so we need that guy <laughs> we need that guy so yeah his name is Tamba the leader uh we actually don't even really need to talk about it joe just uh says hey so um i came up here to ask you guys if you want to run distraction for me while i attack this fort uh i know you don't have any real skin in this game or anything because you know it's not your buddies that got captured and like if if somebody was to blow up new york i mean yeah you'd see about it in the news but you guys live in seriously barter town 
So I don't think you really care, but uh, you want to attack this fort anyways? And they're like, yeah, we're tired of the man. Yeah. Also, the engineering is at the Civic Center. Right. <laughs> okay, let's go get it. Well, we're going to have to go in disguise because there's a party. <sighs> yeah, there's a party I got to sneak into and get the map. So, so this is what I don't get is Tamba sits him down and they look at a map of the fortress and then they talk about these ammo tunnels right then. And Joe's like, well, that sounds like a pretty good place place to go in at. And then they're at this party and he's got to steal a map. What, what was wrong with the map you had? No, they actually need the engineering of the facility so that they can figure out which tunnels he needs to go through. Well, let's ask this. What the hell is an ammunition tunnel? It's the tunnel that you take ammunitions through at the dam that's also a prison that's decommissioned. That has water going through the tunnels, which would imply to dam. me that they're sewer tunnels. If it's I don't, a, well, it's a fort, so it seems okay. Like that's where the poop goes. So they have ammunition tunnels to get ammunition tunneled to the places it needs to get tunneled to through poop tunnels through the same. Well, tunnels that, that's why they're sewer. getting the engineering, so they don't go in the poop tunnels. They go in the ammunition tunnels. Don't There's go different in tunnels. The ones that have poop coming out of them, don't go in those. The other ones are the ammo tunnels. That I've cracked I cracked the case. You don't need to get a map, Joe. <laughs> and also why? Just go oh, okay. Um also he, he disguises himself as a priest, which is what my prog rock uh, band name is Ninja Priest. Ninja Priest, yep, okay. Uh oh and he Vulcan's that general guy, the drink stealer. Yeah. Neck pinches a guy. What the hell? That's not a ninja move. That's yeah. a Vulcan move. <laughs> it's a he ninja. It's O'Reilly. That's the guy, the lieutenant who drinks other people's drinks. His name is who O'Reilly. has already in this scene stolen two drinks and white guy danced to jazz. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Joe gets into the file room. He gets the map. The colonel and the sheik they they see Riley down on the ground going. I can't believe he fucking neck pinched me. That was a, I didn't see that in the cards. Um, they they go looking for Joe, but he's too sneaky. He uh, jumps in the car and gets away. And they're like, "Damn it!" Uh, and then so now they're ready to go. It's lock and load time. Uh, this takes forever because it's them talking about locking and loaded and giving stink eyes and like, "You ready?" And men loading up guns. The colonel is like, oh, let's kill the, uh, let's uh, bomb the, stick with the plan. Where he said bomb the place and get the dead guys and the money. Uh, And Joe, meanwhile, is making a katana that he never uses Mm -hmm. on a grinding wheel. Yep. And he's doing blue steel over and over again. Oh, Whereas yeah, Shaw, Shaw Blah Blah is just sort of tuning out of the scene and staring at the camera because he doesn't know if the scene is still going. Right. And the, Colonel Neil Diamond's like, well, I'm going to bed. Uh, take take this drink there, Riley. And Riley's like, okay, scotch, scotch, scotch. Yeah. Well, Riley's like, hey, this is my drink now. Who's writing this shit anyway? The guy's like, me. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> I stole your trick again. Sorry, Neil Diamond. <laughs> All, right. All right. So 
Next day, Barter Town, they move out in their cars with their big guns. And Joe takes the boat upriver. The colonel, he's preparing for the attack by slapping Dr. Cans around. Uh, Nice stuff. Like... He grabs her boobs a lot. Yeah. Does, uh, well, we'll move on from that. Um, the prison, they're all taken out for execution, uh, into this like courtyard. Like they've got an execution courtyard built at Sure. Joe's training, ninja training and flooring emporium. Flooring emporium has a, uh, it's the, uh, it's the witch burning mall in the middle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause they're going to burn them at the stake for they execution. They are going to burn them at the goddamn stake. And then have steak later. Barbecue. Just steak on a steak. Meanwhile, Joe is taking his sweet ass time. He's had two costume changes where he jumps in a hole and he changes mm. into his ninja outfit. Then he takes the yellow outfit off of some other dude that he kicks the shit out of and changes into that, which causes him to be late to the executions. He right? takes off his mask so that he's no longer at this point time he is dressed as a ninja among other ninjas he is perfectly in disguise he could wander freely and do as he wished but he does not he does not undisguises himself so that he can change costumes over and over again to the point when it's time to actually rescue him one of the delta force guys gets burned alive he doesn't make it because joe's been fucking around this whole time yeah but I thought it was great, though, that the first guy that they burned, his ropes burned off. And so he was able to flail yeah. himself around. And- <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. the other, like, ugh, you're dressed as a ninja. The code of the ninja being disguise and stealth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Doesn't want anything to do with that. He's clunking through the ammunition tunnels like he's playing the goddamn drums. They can so hear him clean. They're like... like- what is that sound? And he's like, uh, sounds like somebody's fucking around real loud in the ammunition tunnels. We're like, why would they be doing that? And then the general's like, ammunition tunnels! Run I'm like, how shitty of a ninja are you if you're making that much noise sneaking? <laughs> Sean McClain's sitting in an air vent like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> huh. Wow. You playing the drums in there, Joe Armstrong? <laughs> yeah. You have that in your ninja bag? A fucking kick drum and a snare in there? <laughs> what is that? Uh, play it again, Mr. Tambourine Man? Fuck God, you loud asshole. <laughs> so they oh, send yes. ninjas after him, and yeah. uh, he fights a bunch of ninjas. But the one thing I will give this movie, because I'm not going to give this movie a whole lot, is he catches an arrow in his teeth and then churns his head to stab a guy in the neck with the arrow he just caught in his teeth. I was like, oh, my God, that's awesome. Yeah, because David Bradley caught it with his hands. Right, right. Yeah. No, he got to alpha him. And then he killed the guy while alphaing him. Yeah. Without really even putting much effort. He just was like, hey, what's over there? Oh, yeah, I forgot I had an arrow in my mouth. Sorry about that, Herbert. <laughs> awesome that was ninjing right there but anyway back at okay. the witch burning tower they're uh-huh. starting to light uh-huh. the second uh delta guy on fire and he's just fucking casually strolling along yes oh no 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 we are we are not there yet because joe makes it down to the basement where they were being held captive and he <laughs> finds sean and he's like hey buddy 
how you been? And Sean is like, I don't look anything like Sean. You guys have never met before, have you? No, no, we never actually met. We just we just did AOL chat because this is 1991. We don't really have good technology yet. He, he, That guy doesn't look anything like Sean. Fake Sean does not look like Sean. And, and Joe's like, hey, bud, how you been, man? Long time no see. Oh, why are you trying to kill me with a knife? Because I'm I, not Sean. <laughs> this was so confusing to me. So there's a lot of tussling about, and I'm like, Sean Doppelganger, question mark? Is uh -huh. that David Bradley? It definitely they, was not. They fight a bunch, and then he pulls a face off, and there's another guy underneath there, and I'm like, unclear. Well, he kills Sean. The whole time he's thinking, oh, Sean's gone rogue, and he's trying to kill me. Uh, he must be drugged, whatever. He stabs Sean to death, and then he, and then he pulls the face. Oh, thank God it wasn't Sean. <laughs> Woo, how about that? Yeah. You killed your bud, dude. You there was a moment in this film where you're like, I had no problem putting plunging a knife into my friend. No problem at all with it. You shouldn't have come at me like that. <laughs> so then he goes upstairs and he steals another ninja costume. I'm like, uh -huh. dude, you've already you were dressed like a ninja the whole time. Yep. You don't yep. need to steal any more ninja costumes. Don't mind me. I'm I'm you why aren't you wearing a it's it's uh required that you wear your ninja mask at all time, uh, Yellow Ninja. Don't no don't don't mind me. I can't I can't do blue steel in a ninja mask. Yeah yeah right. Uh, I'm working then, on Magnum. I don't think you're. I think you're one of these guys in disguise. Then S Joe said the ninja that Joe was talking to. Because uh, his his disguise doesn't last very long. Because uh, he uses smoke grenades to free Sean. And then Sean frees everybody else, because that's all apparently Sean's good for. And then they all start fighting ninjas. Except for the two guys who've already been, you know. Well, I guess the second guy didn't get burned up as much. He could probably no, still fine. walk. Yeah. Needs new pants. Um, And then they just kind of skulk away. Like, they're fighting ninjas, and then, like, the ninjas surround them at this door. And they're just like, we'll see ourselves out. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, bye. There's the part where the super ninja, Templar ninja, whatever the fuck he is, you actually get a look at his face, and I'm like, whoa, that guy looked like Matt Damon a lot. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Like, I know Matt Damon is not old enough to be in this, so that's not him, but that looks like Matt Damon. So, the Silver Spring crew, they arrive, guns blazing, they're shooting They up the came up through the main driveway. Yeah, they just drove up. Hey. Uh... Does he got like a mailbox for a blower on like a diesel? <laughs> yeah, right? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Jackie said that too. She's like, hey, they've got an entire HVAC system on the hood of that car. <laughs> <laughs> it says, uh, it says Goodman on it. Hmm, never heard of uh, Goodman cars. That's yeah, because it's an air conditioner. Um, all right. So they're all fighting ninjas. Uh, the ninjas are getting shredded because the they have guns and the, I'm sorry ninjas the guns and uh, the Joe and, and the rest of the crew they come back out the door they're like hey looks like it's going our way let's go out there instead of leaving because this the whole point was to leave well they're like okay we'll see ourselves out bye and then when it seems like it's safe for everybody else they're like. We haven't killed enough ninjas yet, bro. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. Let's get back in there and kill these ninjas. 
Uh, also, she... the white ninjas are the designated ninjas to handle the nuclear device. That's right. That's all they do is stand there. They, they, they don't die or kill anybody in this entire movie. I wonder what happened to those guys. First time I've ever seen a clan uh, color code of ninjas do absolutely nothing. They handle the nuclear device. They don't. They did. They carried it for a little bit. They carried it to the chopper because yeah. the... The, and that's where the Shabba blah Shabba blah is like I'm getting the fuck up out of here, and he runs to the chopper, and the chopper pilot is like, "Where could I take you, sir?" And he's like, "Mecca with a dirty bomb." Wait, I thought, why would? Uh... When we get there, will you need those white ninjas to handle it? Oh shit! You oh, know what? We'll find some white ninjas there. Mm, forgot about them. This chopper only seats four, and there was like six of those guys. There was only two white ninjas. They should have got in the back. Mm. There wasn't enough room on the seat after the nuke was in there. Yeah, but yeah, but Phil, the white ninja, he farts a lot. Oh. So. Sorry. Guess you're going to stay behind. All right. Uh, so then the super chopper pilot's like, all right, sir, I'll take you directly to Mecca, flying over the base that's getting destroyed right now by guys with anti-aircraft guns yeah. in their hands instead of taking... I mean, because we're nowhere near... I Why did I fly right well, back over the fortress? Well, sir, uh, <laughs> since we're out of this mess, I think I'll just take you to the scenic route. We'll spin by one more time. If you look to your right, you'll see some <laughs> anti-aircraft. Oh, my God, this was a terrible idea. Kaboom. Blow up the chopper. Carl! Actually kills the Shababla with a freaking rock propelled propel grenade. He did something in the movie. <laughs> so, <clears throat> if the mega bomb was on that plane, wouldn't it have just killed everyone? No, that's not how nukes work, honey. You got to arm them. Oh, all right. Yep. It See, is how the, a dirty uh, bomb works, though. The uh, <laughs> plutonium. Right? The plutonium slides into a chamber containing the uranium, and the, when those two uh, 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 radioactive materials meet, that causes the they they spin the hydrogen reaction. ignites the initial. Then there's the air, but they taught that a dirty bomb, and that's what a dirty bomb is: is igniting nuclear material in a non-nuclear reaction. So she's kind of right. If that was a dirty bomb, it would have gone I don't think off. That's true. I don't think that's true at all, Sam. Oh, a dirty bomb is not a nuclear no igni- reaction. No it is a nuclear material exploded so- conventionally. If the movie Peacemaker is right about that, because that's the oh, only thing I know. Yeah, about you're right. Dirty a dirty bomb is different than a nuke, because a dirty bomb is just an explosion. It's uh, uh, it's it, nuclear yeah. material in a conventional explosion yeah, in order right, to. Sp- right. It's a very small yield, but bomb. it spreads radiation over a clouded area and it's very deadly and if this was a dirty bomb then jackie's right that set it off and they're all going to die then they are slowly. all dead yeah yeah but you can't have a dirty bomb with a timer it just either blows know. up or it doesn't blow up i guess you could put a timer on i don't why not it, whatever these guys are dead they're dead uh man i got the belts burps okay so the colonel he grabs uh dr respectable woman who should be treated nicely in the annals of history um and takes her down to the basement, and Joe and the Ninja Templar are upstairs, and they get into this weird hand standoff. You remember that? Like Joe, like reaches up his hand and is like uh, using the force against Ninja no, Templar. This is after the General and David Bradley 
Because the general grabs what's-her-face for one last rape, and then David Bradley has an extended beating the shit out of him. Right. And then we're set up with... Either way... The ninja soul reach. The ninja soul reach? Yeah, that's what I could come up with. Because they started far apart. What the hell was that shit? Like, it was from Tommy or something, and he's like, can you feel my ninja soul? (laughs) He's like, let me see. Yeah. (laughs) Then they slowly get into, like, a wrestling lockup, and you're like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Oh, man, this was weird. I'd never seen this in a ninja movie. Uh, So, downstairs, Sean and the Colonel are fighting in, like, a storage room. I don't know what the hell this place is. Uh, And upstairs... Uh, Joe is beating the crap out of this ninja. It's kind of going back and forth. But anyways, he kicks, Sean kicks the general or the colonel into a table. At the same time, Joe is upstairs kicking the ninja templar into a pile of boxes. The table breaks under the weight of the colonel. Ninja templar doesn't really even affect those boxes at all. No. So Joe chucks a grenade on him and blows his ass up. Yeah. <laughs> Downstairs, Colonel is dead from getting kicked onto a table. He, that's it. Sarah's like, take me to Poundtown, and is like, gladly. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. I'm ready to leave. And then my favorite part of the movie happens. Where? Joe has neatly folded up his stolen Why? yellow ninja costume. Why? And he goes over to Pongo, and he puts his hand on his shoulder. And he's like, I'd like you to have this stolen to- yellow Ninja costume. Wait, don't the yellow ninjas suck? And also, why would I care? Here, I want you to have this to remember. What is he doing? What is he doing here? It gets weirder because they've earned their freedom. They've freed Turkmenistan or shit, Pakistan or whatever. And uh, everybody is in silence. Nobody is like doing the Ewok playing on the Stormtrooper head. There's none of that going on. Everybody's just kind of milling around like, oh, killed a lot of people today. And Joe just freaking is like, hey, Sean, if you ever want to find me, I'll be at school. And then he gets into like a cab and goes back to the airport. And then just, yeah, that's the, okay. <laughs> what? He killed uh, a cab? When did he do that? Goodbye. Uh, uh, this was the most anticlimactic freeing of a nation that I've ever been involved with. I don't know about you guys, but you know, this was kind of a, kind of a boring, free, liberating of uh, oppressed people that I've ever been involved in. You guys feeling good at all? No. Nope. No, I don't. Why? Why did that guy give that boy a ninja costume? <laughs> I'm more. Conf- I'm confused so, and bored more than anything. So tenderly. Are you gonna keep it, Pongo? I kind of have to keep it until he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna chuck it in the pile with all the other yellow ninja costumes that are filled with yellow ninja bodies. <laughs> why do I want this, Joe? Why? It smells. I I haven't, since we've been doing this program, I have not seen anything as strange as that ninja costume. Like, here, Thanks. I want you to, <laughs> why would you do that? Uh, uh, look, I, I tried to explain Pokemon to Joe one time. <laughs> That's, you know, 
And he got confused about Pikachu because he's yellow and he's kind of got bullshit powers. It's just, it shows an idiot, all right? His heart's in the right place. He yeah. tried to give me Pikachu. So I ended up having to watch the credits because I was so puzzled by what had just happened in front of me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. There was only a fifteen butt song at the end of this too. Yeah, they they pulled this off with fifteen stuntmen. Okay, wow. Now here's the puzzling part: the sound department had seven people, and this is what the the sound department had half as many people as the stuntmen. And this That's... is some of the worst sound design and foley work I've ever seen in a Good movie. Good point. Yeah. I I gotta go back to the end of this movie. I gotta go back. Hey, Sean. If you ever want to find me, I'll be at the school. Sean says nothing. That is the last line of dialogue delivered in this movie by Sean just. Okay. He doesn't even say K. He just. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't call us a cab? No, I'm good, Joe. <laughs> okay. No, we'll ride into town with Pongo. Yeah. I don't I, think he's keeping that costume. Um, good luck at school, Joe. <laughs> Alpha Ninja. <laughs> A guy died because of costume changes, you bastard. You bastard. <laughs> highly trained government assassin. Lost his life to costume changes. You know, at the same time, I got netted. So, <coughs> uh, I guess... Whatever. All right, question time. Jackie. I don't have any. Okay, Sammy. Do you think Pongo will think of the man that died <laughs> when he wears the ninja costume that caused the man to die? <laughs> when he's wearing it, I guess. Maybe it's, maybe it's like the flag that the widow puts on the casket when the guy goes down I- and she dives on top. Maybe Pongo's gonna put like I am I supposed to do this with I don't I don't what? know what I'm supposed to do with the costume. <laughs> Is Pongo supposed to do with that? Because he's not gonna fit into it for years if he ever fits into it. Yeah, I got I got but I, I gotta buy a mannequin now, Joe. <laughs> I don't even have a house. <laughs> Use this as a flag on my Datsun. <laughs> Hang it on the antenna. As a trophy. Uh, cut it up into strips for oil changes. Thanks a lot, Joe. <laughs> oh, clothes. Wow. I just freed a goddamn country. Thanks for this shirt, asshole. <laughs> hey, hey, Pongo, do you want to visit me at school? No, I don't want to visit you. What the hell? I never want to see you again. Uh, <laughs> Uh, my question is, why is this and the last one? Because I forgot to ask this on American Ninja 3. Why is this one and the, uh, and American Ninja 3 R-rated? They're both R's. They are, there's no swear words throughout the entire thing. Neither of them have cans in it. And the gore and violence was pretty light. They may have asked for an R just to have the yeah. shelf space. Could That's be a- just the level of violence. There was violence was getting R's. Yeah, at this time too, turn of the which 90s. it should. I mean, come on. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying there's a lot more violence R where in R's a, do, and if there's, there's a, bunch a lot of, more violence in a mar- modern Marvel movie, that's for fucking sure. Absolutely, there's more violence in Star Wars, which is PG. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Lots more. I mean, these are just faceless ninja, like just 
feed them into a lawn shipper and kids will be like, don't care. Jurassic They're- Park's PG, right? Uh, Eight-year-olds so. were shitting their pants when that Tyrannosaurus yeah. was like, I get to see a dinosaur. And then it does its thing and they're like, I pooped. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy made. <laughs> uh, it was big. It was like that Triceratops poop that Joe Goldblum stuck his hand in. Or uh, Helen Mirren? What the hell's her no, name? No, it's, what's her, it's uh, Bruce Stern's daughter. Uh, Laura Dern. Laura Dern, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like that big in my pants, mom. Um, <coughs> I popcorn. Seriously, mom, don't feed me popcorn and then show me dinosaurs eating a man. Uh, it's it's a bad combo. I, that's all I got is why they are rated on this because it's it's just stupid. I like this thing is so. Yeah, Sam. Anything else from you? I no. <coughs> I'd like to you know. We venture to guess how many adventures they had that would have been worth telling instead of this one when they were operatives together. Yeah, no shit, huh? Why not make uh, that movie? I got one more that I just thought of because we are we're not considering American Ninja Five, American Ninja. Uh this is the last of the American Ninja line. Let's rank them, Jackie. Starting with you, American Ninja One through Four, favorite, worst to first, first to worst. Uh, <clears throat> two. Okay. One. Three, okay. and then this one. Got it. Sam. Wait, that was worst to first? Mm. No, no, best first to, to first. First to worst. Uh, probably one, two, three, four. Okay. Um, I, what happens in two? Hold on. What happens be- in two? Beach ninjas. Beach ninjas. But that has Dudikoff and Steve James, right? It does, yes. Yeah, one, two, it's three, pretty good. four. It's pretty good, but not. Uh, one, three, two, four. Okay. So I think one is the, Jackie said two, but I think. Two one votes outweighs, so one's the best. Uh, I think we're split, but we're one hundred percent clear. This one is the worst. It's terrible. Most yeah. people consider three the worst, but I liked the completely stupid plot of the third one and the dead guys in the room that are just standing there, but they're not dead guys. There was some serious weird ninja bullshit on that one. Uh, I think three is actually better than the second one. Yeah, because if you're if you're in this some camp, they're like, oh, four is better than three because Dudikoff's in it. Right. That's no, it. Steve James no. is the show, guys. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, he this said one's... no to do McBain. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and start recommendations, and I'll just go first, even though that's kind of against the rules. Um, it is a do. There's moments that's fun. Uh, it is a stupid action silly movie, but it is by far the worst of the American ninjas, and at some at several points is a little boring. And it's probably too long, um, but uh, I still give it a do. Jax? I'm going to give it a don't. I almost fell asleep three times. Mm. And there just wasn't enough. I mean, there just wasn't enough action to keep me interested in the movie. And all the slow moving and all the weird uh, slow-mo shots. Taking forever to get anywhere. Yeah, I just, it was irritating. It irritated me by the end. I I just wanted it to be over. I can see that. Sam. I agree with both of you. I am like going to add that on paper, when you have Mad Max versus the ninjas, this mm. should be like America 3000 level right. of bullshit. Right. But it's poor execution is where Jackie says. So ultimately, it's still a do, but it's a 51% do, and it should be a 110% do. Yeah. Its execution is just god awful. Yep. 
I'm with you. Uh, I agree. I, I like I say, I, I'm probably at a. I'm also at a, a 51. But if one of us wanted to be at a 49, I could, I could get it. Or even if one of us wanted to be at a 30, I get it. Which I think is where Jackie's at. Is is, it's just you know, it's just not very good. <laughs> it's not very good. It's not exciting, but, and you don't have catching... to be good to be exciting. And this is shit. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's podcast for this week. Next pick is Sam's. Hello. Yes. Hi. Oh, did you just tell you what it is now? No, I haven't. I said next week is your pick. And then you said yes. And I yes, said hello. Okay, that's as far as we're going to go with that? No. Okay. <laughs> it's another canon film. This one's probably dangerous territory because it's, it's most certainly not very good. Ah. And it's not very good in a very bad way. Mm-hmm. It's Appointment of Death, another canon film. And it's uh, the only time canon films got a hold of the Agatha, Agatha Christie property, Detective Poirot. Oh and boy. yeah, they shouldn't I, have had that. It's, no. It could be as good as, say, Ellen Quartermain, because they got a hold yeah. of him somehow, right. but I doubt it. I'm kind of looking forward to it, actually. It's on that Tubi. It's terrible. Okay, Tubi. Uh, all right, guys, have a great week. Get to the chopper.